0: Welcome once again to Globe Broadcasting, where together we'll learn how to live successfully and triumphantly as Kingdom Absolutes for Christ Jesus on the earth as we sit and learn at his feet. Today we continue in our series on kicking the poverty mentality, learning how to be free and immune to the financial recession and depression oppressing our world today looking at how to bit the mentality of ungodly character, we learn and we sit at Jesus' feet to begin to discover how to break free from age-long addictions, age-long negative characters and belief systems which has held us bound and kept us down for so long. Luke 16 15, uh, verse 13 to 15 says, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and Mammon. You cannot serve God and Mammon, and the Pharisees also who were covetous, heard all these things that he had de- that he-, he had said and they derided him, and he said unto them, You are they which justify yourselves against God. But God knows your heart. For you, which have highly esteemed yourself amongst men, is an abomination in the sight of God. It is not worthy, therefore, that the root of poverty is making money your God. The root of poverty is exalting yourself above God. You see, money is a lousy God which will seek to dominate you. And to wield its authority over you, if you will let it. Over half of the world's population today is miserable because of money issues. One form of money issue or the other steals people's joy away from them. It steals the peace of people men, it steals the peace of women. It steals your tranquility. It tries to steal your marriage. It tries to steal your relationship and even your destiny away. But from the beginning, it was not so. It is not worthy, therefore, that God didn't intend for man to leave susceptible to money. God didn't intend for man to live at the mercy, at the beck and call of money but to live in awe of Christ Jesus, in obedience to his word, thereby cursing the blessing of the Lord to overflow in your life without end. This was the essence of the blessing upon Adam. It was to curse him to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill up the earth, to replenish it and to have dominion over it. This was the work of the blessing in a person's life, to curse each one to prosper irrespective of the external challenges or changes which may occur in the world. This was what Adam and by extension the whole world lost at the fall of Adam but it was partially restored in Noah after the flood. We see that in uh, Genesis 9 verse 1 to 9 and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth and the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, upon the upon all that moves upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hands. Are they delivered? Every moving thing that leaves shall be made. Every living thing shall be made for you, and into your hands they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be made for you, even the green herb have I given you all things. But flesh which the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall be not eaten, and surely your blood of your life, the blood of your life will I require at the end of every beast will I require it? and at the end of man, at the end of every man's brother will I require the life of man who so sheds man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for in the image of, of God man Was made, and you be you fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And God spoke unto Noah and unto his sons, saying, I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. And fully we see that this was restored, but not in full, it was restored in part. Because at the beginning it said, uh, he blessed them saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it and have dominion over it. But later in this time, after the fall after, and after the flood in the days of Noah, God said, be fruitful, multiply, increase upon the earth. But there was no supply, there was no subduing and there was no dominion. And because there was no subduing and there was no dominion, from that point on, man began to struggle He began to toil. He began to stress out over his livelihood, over his survival. But later on, when Jesus came and died on the cross, he restored everything back to us in full. And so we see in Galatians 3, verse 13, 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thus this is the truth that remains that man has been restored to the beginning. Mankind has been restored back to the beginning having the free gift of God's blessing to prosper amongst all other things and with one jurisdiction and one instruction alone, which is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, to receive his love, to serve God and to keep his commandments. When we begin to understand this and to walk in the light of it, when we begin to conceptualize this truth, internalize this revelation, then we will begin to leave above the curse in all practicalities for above all principalities and powers we have been placed and we're now placed above the limitations, we're placed above that challenges, we're placed above that uh, circumstance that used to hold us bound and hold us down. So Jesus said you cannot serve God and mammon at the same time. An active attempt to get you out of poverty will only get you deeper into it because you can of yourself do nothing. Meaning to get out of poverty mentality, you need to recognize and to acknowledge who you are in Christ Jesus, listen to him, receive his word, stick with him alone, stick with him alone. The fundamentals of this is seen in First Corinthians 1, verse 2 and 3. So making God's wisdom yours isn't foolishness at all. Rather, it is the wisdom, the triumphs, and that will give you the victory that you seek in life. First Corinthians 1 verse 23 to 31 says, But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jew a stumbling block and unto the Greek foolishness, but unto them which are called but Jews and Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see, your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men, after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty, the base things of this world, the things which are despised. Has God chosen, yea, And things which are not to bring to naught the things that are, that no flesh should glory in the presence of the Lord, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord so we see that in our wisdom in our strength and our abilities and our capabilities we cannot break free from the limitations of this life and from the oppressive dominion and domain and rulership of the enemy of poverty that seeks to hold us bound and to hold us down. But in Christ Jesus and via his wisdom, via his directions in our lives, we gallantly sail above those limitations. We sail above all of those limits and we get into the realm of glory that the Lord has proposed for us to operate in and to have. And so we see in First Corinthians 2, verse 1 to 16, the same thing there I'll advise that in your personal time spend time there just meditate and let the lord begin to interpret scriptures to you let him begin to reveal what this scripture is all about about the wisdom of god let him begin to magnify in your heart the power and the wisdom and the grace and the glory in god's words to you in god's instructions to you because it is only in him that you have life that you have triumph that you have the success that you seek without him you can do nothing and without his wisdom we are actually nothing. And so we see in First Corinthians 3, verse 18 to uh, 21 and 23, we see that it says here, Let no man deceive himself. If any man amongst you seems to be wise in this, in this world, let him become a fool. What kind of fool? A fool in embracing the ways of God. Because for the world, the ways of God seems to be foolishness. But anyone who will walk in the light of God's word is sure to encounter victory. And so let no man deceive himself. If any man amongst you seems to be wise in in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thought of the wise that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in man. For all things are yours, and you are Christ, and Christ is God. So it's time for us to set ourselves apart. It's time for us to embrace the truth of God's word. It's time for us to lay ourselves down before him as a tablerasa each day and say, Lord, what will you have me do today? Teach me, guide me, help me. To live a life pleasing to you that my character might not repel your prosperity plan in my life, but embrace your prosperity design in my life. Help me to live in accordance to your word so that I can experience the reality of scripture that says it is your blessing that makes me rich and adds no sorrow with it. Because when we follow his path and we follow his plan, we're guaranteed of transgenerational increase, of transgenerational prosperity. Because scripture says he will serve, a man will serve the Lord, a person will serve the Lord, and the Lord will account it unto him for righteousness. The Lord will account it unto him for a generation." It will not only stop with you, but it will go from one generation to the next because it is a Lord that sets up one and displaces the other. Who is the one that has been displaced? The one who refuses to reference God, the one who refuses to acknowledge God, the one who refuses to believe Jesus Christ and to walk in the light of his word. And Jesus said it. He said, if you walk in darkness, how great is the darkness within you? When you have the light, why not walk in the day, have the light with you. But the one who walks in darkness is not walking in darkness because it is night, but because he doesn't have the light of life with him. This was a mystery been unveiled to us by Christ Jesus, that there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of it, there are the ways of death. But he, Christ Jesus, has brought light, he has brought life, and he will embrace that light and embrace his life. Then we are sure and guaranteed of prosperity, of of deliverance is beyond our wildest imagination. Our mind becomes renewed from the hold and stronghold of poverty. And we're set free even in the midst of recession, in the midst of depression. We're set free to live free. We're set free to live triumphantly. We're set free to live abundantly according to his perfect design in honor and praise of his holy name. And so tomorrow, make sure you stay tuned because we're going Somewhere with this, the Lord has taken us somewhere where we will be advancing and seeing those characters, those godly characters that guarantees our divine prosperity. And I see You stepping into that realm in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so maybe you've been listening to me and you're yet to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. This is a golden opportunity presented to you by the Father once again. Just raise your right hands to heaven and say this with me. Also, if you have received Jesus at a certain point in your life, but things got rough and tough along the way and you slipped. Jesus is saying, it's it's not too late. You can return. I am right here. If you return, I will also return to you, just as the prodigal son who returned on, and the father also returned to him. All you need to do is to join me in this prayer and you will be restored in relationship unto the Lord. And just say with me, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I repent of my sins. I repent of the past and every evil it stands for. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for making me your person Thank you. For making me yours. Because I believe you came to this world. You died. And on the third day you rose again. So that I might be justified. So that I might be saved. So that I might be forgiven. So that I might be set free. I believe I'm set free from sin. I'm set free from the curse. I'm set free from poverty. I'm set free from lack. I'm set free from want. I'm set free from diseases. From plagues. From sicknesses. And I receive my freedom. Through Christ Jesus my Lord. Amen. Congratulations. If have said that prayer with me, heaven is full of joy. Why? Because you've just stepped out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord. And all you need to do, dear one, is to get into the word of God. Because the Father is so eager to reveal himself to you through Christ Jesus and via his spirit. And so all you need to do is to spend time in the word. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You have been transformed by the renewing of your mind through the word of God through the washing of the water by the word so you get yourself a bible if you don't have one that's not a problem you can just go to any app store on your mobile device and download either the kjv the nlt the amplified version of the bible or the nrv version and begin to spend time in the word of god more about jesus you find in the, in the gospels in the new testament from matthew through to john the effect of his death and resurrection you find from the book of acts all the way through to the book of hebrews you want words of wisdom and how to live your life and conduct yourself in a in your affairs, in your relationships, in whatever aspect or area of your life whatsoever, you find that in a book of Proverbs, you find you need words of wisdom, you find in a book of Psalms, you need examples of those who have taught this part and how it worked for them triumphantly. You find that from the book of uh, Joshua all the way through to the book of Job. Words of prophecy concerning your destiny, you find in the book of of Isaiah, all the way through to the book of Malachi. The book is complete with everything you need to live your life victoriously and triumphantly. And so I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints. Have a glorious day today. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. And remember, you can link up with us on Twitter at Bridges Glow. You can also link up with us on Instagram at Low You can link up with us also. Uh, through our link tree msha k e dot slash dot com also you can uh, link up with us on uh our radio our twenty four seven online radio you can listen live every day uh, at www dot fm slash have a wonderful day today remember ever best why because Jesus christ is Lord. Peace and bye for now.